Welcome to the Field Advice Podcast from Valent USA, where we share technical know-how and updates directly from the field, fueled by technology and hands-on experience. Well, my name is Brad Silty with Valent USA. I'm a regional account manager in the Midwest region. Um, I have been with Valent for 27 years. For 24 of those years, I was a territory account manager in Northern Minnesota. And in the last three and a half years, I have been a regional account manager for the Midwest region. Uh, hey, my name is Dare McDuffie, product development manager for seed treatment for Valent USA. Uh, I've worked at Valent for about 15 years now. Um, the first 14 of that was in the field dealing with seed treatment. And I just recently accepted this role um, last June. Let's just talk about a minute here about the value or the importance of seed treatment on soybeans in our marketplace. Certainly, uh, when you think about um, what you're doing when you're going and you're planting your soybeans, um, you know, you're setting them off for a journey for that year and you are going out and you are planting them in some cases uh, in some relatively harsh conditions. And what we want to do with a seed treatment is we want to help protect that seed and seedling until those plants get up to the point where they can start to shrug off um, some of these um, early season yield robbers. I mean, we deal with a number of them. We deal with uh, diseases, insects, nematodes, and those are all things that seed treatment can help uh, protect against. So when you look at seed treatment, what are some of the key issues when a grower is looking at seed treatment what are the diseases that I'm looking at to control or to suppress in the ground to protect my seed? Yeah, so I'm a plant pathologist by training. So, of course, I think some of the diseases are the most important. But, um, you know, there's there's a myriad of diseases and really they can affect in a lot of different situations. Um, so you have diseases like Pythium and Phytophthora. And those are um, not true fungi. They're actually water molds and they can be absolutely devastating. You've got traditional fungal diseases like uh, Rhizoctonia and Fusarium. Um, beyond that, we can get into things like insects. Um, you know, when you think about above ground insects, you're probably going to think about bean leaf beetle. You might see some feeding from an insect like that. But some of the more dangerous ones are below ground, like white grub, wireworm, or seed corn maggot. Those can really uh, attack your root system and give you a compromised plant. Okay. So when you're looking at, you were talking about nematodes in before that as well. How does that fit into Intego sweet soybeans? Well, so none of these things really are, are in a vacuum. You know, all, all this stuff is happening at the same time. You're putting your seed out there and essentially it is able to be attacked by fungi, nematodes and insects. And in, in a lot of instances, they work together. You know, nematodes and insects can feed on the root. And, and even if they take away a, a dose of an insecticide or a, a nematicide, um, they still leave that area where they were feeding and that opens the door for disease. So it, it really it really makes you take into consideration that if you're going to protect your uh, soybean seedlings, you do need a complete comprehensive package like Intego Sweet Soybeans that has a number of fungicides included in it. It has an insecticide and also it pairs extremely well with a Veo Easy nematicide, which is our biological nematicide. So when I'm using Intego Sweet Soybeans and I'm looking for protection on my soybeans and I have, when I'm planting, how long, you know, does that soybean seed treatment last in my plant? At what stage does my bean plant get to 
where it can start fending off those diseases on their own. So no one likes to be tied to like an exact date because, you know, there's all these other factors that come into the situation. Um, you know, if you have a, a really slow growing season, it's really cold and there's not that much moisture. These things will stick around a little bit longer. But if you have great conditions where it's, you know, you have ample moisture, you have um, good temperatures that they, they don't necessarily last as long. But what the real goal is, is really to get that seedling up to a point where it's able to shrug off some of these pathogens. I mean, these pathogens aren't, you know, the, the most deadly things. That's why they go after the, the seed and the seedling. You know, they're not going to take down a, a three foot tall soybean. Um, that's just not going to happen. So uh, really, we, we look for the effects to last about four to five weeks. But if you measure the actual products in there, a lot of fungicides are going to last um, two to three weeks, depending on whether they're contact or systemic. Um, same thing with an insecticide, but within Intego sweet soybeans, every single product in there is systemic. So that means that it has activity, you know, if it runs into the pathogen in the soil, but it also travels into the plant and helps protect it just a little bit longer than just a plain contact uh, fungicide. Okay. In your experience in the research of the soybean seed treatments, a lot of people will say, I don't need seed treatments if it's really nice out or yeah, I better get it when it's really damp out. But in your experience, uh, Dare, what do you look at for the return of a bean that's being treated versus one that's not treated? You know what? I, I will agree with them. And if they can tell us how to uh, forecast that perfectly, I, I would be very happy to hear how they're able to do that. And, and that's essentially what it comes down to. Um, you know, in the perfect year, sure, you you you're, you might see muted effects from a seed treatment, but guess what? You're gonna be yielding great in that year anyway. You know, it's not gonna be a big problem. When you use your seed treatment is um, for those years where you get a, a big heavy rain afterwards, you get that week long cold snap. And as far as return on investment, you know, we, we do those calculations and I think seed treatments are at a cost where in general you, you do get, you know, usually a two to three X return on investment. But I like to think of it as protecting your potential return on investment. That That's truly what you're doing because it is going to vary from year to year. And and let, let me tell you, like one out of five years is going to pay for the others. Usually that that's that's kind of how it goes down, because you do have those those harsher situations where you get the combination of disease weather and uh, timing, and, and it just can really hurt you if you do not provide those seed and seedling the correct protection. Yeah, and so, you know, putting a seed treatment out there, you, you're protecting against the bad, not necessarily the good, but the bad. But if I get into the season and I see diseases starting, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't go back and retreat, right? Correct. You can't. I mean, it's a great touch point. Where we're now, I mean, okay, if you think about Intego sweet soybeans, we have three fungicides in there. We have uh, metalaxyl, ethoboxum, which are for your pythium and phytophthora. We've got ipconazole, which takes care of the rest and is a good seed sterilizer. We also have a, a clothianidin in there to protect you from your below ground pests and, and to, to limit that bean leaf beetle feeding so it doesn't hit an economic standpoint. And you get to do that all before you even plant. And for the farmer, it's relatively easy. And with our product, we also try to make it easy for the applicators too. So it's such an easy touch point to get so much done. And when you think about how much planning goes into planting and how often those plans are just dashed by weather, uh, equipment failure, you know, there's all these other factors. And just to have that level of protection ready to go out the door, to me, makes a whole lot of sense. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So when you look at it, um, you know, Valent recently introduced sustainable solutions criteria and icons. How does Integral Sweet Soybeans fit into that package? You know, we we have been talking a lot about sustainability at Valent, and it's made me think about the, the concept in general. And I think, you know, a lot of people, if you think about crop protection and sustainability, there's like a knee jerk reaction of like use less of something. You know, th that's how you get to a more sustainable state. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, I mean, it can be something as simple as when you look at combining Intego Sweet Soybeans and our Aveo Easy nematicide solution, it's at such a low use rate that you're going to have way less containers. And we still recycle those containers, but we're putting less containers into that system to recycle. So that's that's a sustainability method that you could look at right there. But even more than that, um, I, I think about some of the things that people are doing just in general in agriculture for sustainability. And two really hot topics are cover crops and no-till. The thing is, both of those actions are fantastic and, and absolutely essential to creating the highest quality soils. But what they also do is they can drive up disease pressure because what you're doing is with a cover crop, you're creating a green bridge for that inoculum to grow. So rather than the ground going fallow and there's not really much microbial action going on, you're keeping that microbial action hot and it's good for the good microbes. It's also good for the bad microbes. So they also think about no-till. No-till would come in and kind of disrupt um, some of those other functions as well. But with no-till, you can also um, keep more uh, cover on top of the ground and that inoculum is able to grow on that cover. So I think that something like seed treatment can also be a tool to help you utilize some of these other sustainability measures within agriculture because they give you better disease protection. So you're not adversely affected by some of these things that almost everyone agrees are a good idea. You know, the other comment I'd have on that and what I'd like your opinion on is we're getting less and less farm acres in the United States in general. And your comment earlier of increasing yield in a down year. So when you look at adding Intego sweet soybeans into your crop mix, you're potentially increasing your yield out on lesser acres than you had before. Am I correct on that? Yeah, I, I think that you have the, the capability of increase, increasing your yield. It also stabilizes that from year to year. So you're not going to have a year that's 20% off from another year. Hopefully you stabilize that over the years. But I think that is a very important thing that people don't don't bring up that much. And, and I think if you take, you know, if you take an acre into production, you know, I, I think it's sort of your responsibility to utilize that acre to the fullest. We all think that we should get as much as possible out of our farmland and, and farm one acre well rather than two acres poorly. Uh, almost anyone can agree that, that that's a good idea. So um, th these things that are extremely low use rate, um, I mean, I describe applying uh, seed treatments, like you're running around the field with an eyedropper, placing that right on the seed, right where you need it. It's such a low use rate, it's economical, it has effects for like, like we were talking about earlier, like three to five weeks. Um, it, it's just a no brainer when you're talking about uh, crop protection and sustainability. The other key thing is is just having the different um, fungicides in that mix, Dare. How does that help out with the integrated pest management? I mean, that's starting to be a very crucial topic as we move forward, less new products coming on, but how does Integral Suite help out with that integrated pest management? Yeah, it's, it's getting harder to bring new actives to the market, um, that, that's for sure. And 
we always want to utilize um, multiple modes of action whenever we are able to. Uh, that's something that is built into Intego Sweet Soybeans. We, we have multiple modes of action against Pythium. And Pythium is uh, one of those pathogens that is just a part of every single soil. You know, it, it's part of the soil microbial community. So that means it's everywhere. And it means that we're actually dealing with, you know, multiple species of Pythium. So having these multiple modes of action ensures that they both stay effective for longer. Because the last thing we want to do is use up uh, some of these um, active ingredients and make them non-efficacious through overuse and, and multiple modes of actions is the best way to get around that. Okay. So Derek, in your words, what are the biggest takeaways that you would have to talk about when it comes to Antigo sweet soybeans that a grower needs to know? So Intego sweet soybeans is easy to use. Um, it's, it's use rate is around 3.37 fluid ounces per hundred weight. And it goes on, um, with other products well, or alone well. So at that point, at that touch point, it's going to be easy to use. Um, it combines three fungicides and one insecticide to give you broad spectrum control of a variety of, of pathogens. With Intego, it has a newer fungicide, Ethoboxum. What does Ethoboxum bring? that other fungicides don't have? So for about 35 years, we had one primary fungicide for Pythium and Phytophthora within uh, the row crops and specifically seed treatment. And that was Metalaxyl or Mephanoxum. They're essentially the, the, the same fungicide, one's a purified form of the other. When we brought Ethoboxum into the marketplace, uh, it really bolstered our product, um, number one, by having those two modes of action. So um, against Pythium that was out there that was starting to show some resistance against metal axel, Ethoboxum was able to control that. Um, we were able to enhance our uh, broad spectrum activity by having both the products together. And lastly, they, they both have different physical characteristics, which I think is pretty important for a seed treatment, because that means that they're going to behave differently in different situations. So in, in times where it's uh, warm and wet or cold and dry, if you have things that have vastly different physical characteristics, one of those might be active in one situation where it's not in the other and vice versa. So really, they, um, they, they, they work extremely well together for multiple facets of, the, of uh, seed protection. As growers are getting bigger and they are showing in their own fields, not only in their, excuse me, not only in their fields, but in plots, the earlier I get my crop in and it doesn't matter which one, I'm getting better yields. So how important is that as I'm starting to plant my soybeans now with my corn or before my corn? And I have multiple planters, so I have that capability. So now I'm starting to plant in that April timeframe how critical is it to have Intego sweet soybeans on my soybeans in that time frame? You know, I, I've seen the same thing. And, and you're right that people aren't changing when when they're planting their corn. It's more that, you know, you used to get corn in first and, the, and then you get to your beans. And, and some people are saying, why not just throw the beans out there first? And, and you're you're exactly right. It's all about yield potential. Um, when you get them in the ground that early, you are certainly maximizing your yield potential. And you're also not maximizing, but you're increasing your risk. Um, I always describe, um, you know, I always describe the, the first parts of a soybean's life as a race between the pathogens and the plant. 
And there are things that um, will speed up the pathogens or speed up the plant. So like I said, if we've got great weather and enough moisture, that just speeds the plant up to the point where the pathogens can't keep up. But if you've got really cold weather, if you've got uh, too much water, you know, waterlogged soils, that can slow down the plant and give those pathogens a chance to catch up and, and really do some damage. So I, I just think seed treatment is important, especially when you're early planting to protect and, and, and maximize that, that yield potential. And we've seen people uh, start planting in late March even, and, and they've been able to hit insane yields, you know, 80, 90 bushels. And they, they put on Intego sweet soybeans. They also put on some other stuff too. You know, it, it's like, if you go to the yield competitions, ask, ask them how many seed treatments they're putting on and they are putting on a lot. They are not putting on less. They are taking every single factor that they can take control of and just, just grabbing it. And, and um, with this movement towards early planting, it absolutely makes sense. Um, I think seed treatment it has really enabled farmers to be able to do that. Yeah. And when, so you mentioned that they're putting on a lot of other seed treatments. How does Intego Sweet stack up in the marketplace compared to other treatments out there? Intego Sweet is a uh, premium seed treatment. It, it does have a combination of, of multiple fungicides and an insecticide. So, um, you know, within Valent, we do bring new actives into the marketplace. That's what we did with Ethaboxum. So we also have the, the best um, neonicotinoid insecticide, Clothianidin. Um, it's the best against below ground pests, um, which is kind of what, what you probably care more about. So you, you might go out and see a little bit more feeding on something like that, but it will keep the feeding to a point where it's not economical. And as I said before, it protects those roots where that, that's where you don't want a, a single bit of feeding down there because that can compromise your plant. So Intego Sweet is uh, very comparable to other um, seed treatments on the marketplace, but I think Ethaboxum helps set it apart from those in the enhanced protection it gives you from Pythium and Phytophthora. You know, just asking about going back to, to the planting time, you know, 20 years ago, there was maybe one or two guys that would treat a soybean going out uh, planting. Now you're seeing a very high rate. You're talking to different retailers. They're saying we're 70 to 80% treated. What do you think is the biggest driving or one of the biggest driving factors is 20 years ago, basically no seed treatment. We're looking at 2023 and we're at 70% of some type of seed treatment going on the soybeans. Well, I think it makes a lot of sense with how much investment is being put into every other aspect. If you look at the cost of uh, the seed, that's that certainly makes it a little bit easier to apply more seed treatments. But also seed treatment technology has gotten better. I think we originally put, um, you know, one fungicide on because that's what we could do. It, it was a powder. That, that's that's what we had the bandwidth for at that moment. But now you're seeing people mix together uh, uh, multiple fungicides, um, insecticides. And, and I mentioned earlier, VOEZ nematicide. We can add that into our product. And we are only with Tego Sweet Soybeans and Aveo EZ nematicide, our use rate is 3.57 fluid ounces per hundredweight. So if you do want to add other products into there, you can add uh, inoculants, micronutrients, um, other uh, high use rate fungicides. It gives you the capability to really tailor to different customers what they might want, whether it's someone's chasing that giant yields, whether it's just someone that just wants that initial protection. Um, it really fits into uh, any of those systems. Awesome. 
Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Valent USA Field Advice Podcast. I want to thank Dare for answering my questions. And I am Brad Silty with Valent USA. Thank you for listening to another episode of Valent USA Field Advice Podcast. Please, if you're looking for more information, you can visit valent.com backslash Intego Sweet Soybeans or talk to your local retailer to learn more about Intego Sweet Soybeans. Thank you for joining Valent USA for the Field Advice Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more field advice, find new episodes wherever you get your podcasts and anytime at valent.com.